elevate your life with this episode of Lifestyle and Success with Dr. S. Hey friends, Dr. S here. You know, one thing that I love about this show is that it shows anyone and everyone that regardless of what background you have, what different experiences you have had, and who you are, that you can obtain your level of success. I've been getting some really positive feedback from the business tips that you've been getting and the lifestyle hacks that I've been loving. And so I have to tell you, if you are feeling this community to subscribe to the talk show and never miss a beat, head to Lifestyle and Success with DRS.com. And today's guest is coming up. If you're into clean beauty or if you've been wanting to clean up your health routine, today's episode is for you. So today I have Sarah Samadani joining us. She is a holistic health practitioner. She's going to help us explore some beauty and health hacks for our body and our mind, as well as give us a little bit of insight into her beautiful business. Sarah, welcome to the show. Hi, it's so nice to be here. Thanks for including me on this. You know, I I love everything that you stand for and I'm just so grateful to be here today and hopefully I can help whoever's out there that needs a little bit of help. So tell me, how did your journey get started? What kind of made you fall into this, this work? Yeah, absolutely. So I've always eaten very healthy, right? I've always been a health nut. Um, actually in college, I went through and I, you know, I, I love the gym. I love running. I love working out and stuff like that. I started doing all of those, um, you know, those like uh, epinephrine things, you know, like the things that the caffeine boosts and all of that yep. stuff. And, yep. and I actually went to school to be a programmer. So my background is actually in computer engineering. Um, I am a a programmer by nature. And so all of those things that I was taking to enhance my body and to lose the fat and stuff is, is definitely like the shortcut way to do it, right? Like you just load up on the caffeine and all of a sudden the fat burns off of you, but it's not really a sustainable lifestyle. So I initially started getting a little bit sick in college and my body was like calling out to me, like, you know, help me. So I stopped doing all that stuff. I went into the holistic area, but I didn't fully immerse myself. And when you talk about a holistic health practitioner, just a little bit of background. So we take the holistic approach to the human body and that is mind, body, spirit. And so what I was doing was I was kind of like half-assing the body part. Um, My spirit wasn't really, like, I wasn't really getting in touch with myself and my inner child and stuff like that. And I just kept kind of like going through the days um, blindly, for lack of a better word. So then come to find, you know, I graduate, I start working in the industry, still doing the whole health and wellness stuff, loving my greens. I love greens to this day still. I've always loved green vegetables and salads and stuff like that. I was always the one that's like only a couple drops of dressing, not don't Mm. douse my salad and all of that stuff, just a couple drops because I love the taste of greens and lettuce and stuff like that. Um, I still struggle with zucchini to this day. I I just can't stomach zucchini. I know it's kind of the weirdest thing, right? (laughs) Um, But as I was going on, you know, I got married and I had kids. And after I had my son, I started, so my son's older than my daughter. I, I started having some digestive troubles and they were the very similar symptoms to what my mom had. So my mom, 
she passed away from, um, she had cancer and she had a lot of digestive issues before we discovered that she was diagnosed with cancer and it was 10 years later, right? So 10 years later, after she started going through these digestive struggles, um, it was just massive, you know, runs, um, or throwing up, like, like she just couldn't keep food in her. And that's when like the whole IBS and the IBD started getting started. Like we didn't know what it was. That's when they classified all of these stomach things that we, that we come to find as like Crohn's ulcerative colitis, SIBO, C. diff, all of these stomach ailments that we now know that there's actually a difference between them all. They were all classified back then as IBD or IBS, irritable bowel syndrome. And so I started having those same symptoms my mom had. And I just thought to myself, I just gave birth to my son. Am I going to die in 10 years? Like, I know it sounds like totally morbid, like a total morbid thing to say, but I just kind of got scared, you know? So I went to the doctors and I told them my symptoms, you know, they did the whole stool test. They test for parasites. They do the blood work and they looked at me and they're like, you're fine. And I was like, well, that still doesn't help me understand why I have to run to the toilet like every 20 minutes Mm. um, after, after I eat food and no one had a solution. So I started looking you know, when I was eating and again, like I ate pretty healthy and didn't really know what was going on. And I started on these aloe pills and started upping my vitamin B and my vitamin C and the vitamin D, right? Because we, we can all definitely take as much of that as we can. We just, you know, it comes out in your urine if you, if you, um, if your body doesn't use what you, whatever you take in. So I started feeling better and I was like, oh, I cured myself. You know, what do those doctors know? Like parasites, you know, mm. and I just like, you know, carried on my merry way. Then that come, I had my daughter and my symptoms uh, came back um, tenfold and I had body aches, body pains. I felt like I was swollen. I, you know, I was 10 pounds over what my, what I like to be because, you know, we get used to whatever weight we like to carry on our body and our bones and exercise and all of that stuff. Right. So, you know, you do you, like everybody has their own quote unquote, perfect body weight. They like, I, I was 10 pounds over what I like to be at. And again, I did the whole round again. I did the parasite test. I did this, I did that. And I was going through baby blues and stuff. It was six months later after my daughter and the symptoms, the bathroom symptoms just were tenfold. There was, there was blood in my, in my stool and they thought like, oh my gosh, is she bleeding out? But again, all the tests turned out fine. They were fine. Right. And they said to me, we will give you steroids to suppress, to suppress what's going on in your system. And I just kind of thought to myself, well, isn't that a band-aid? Like, so you're going to suppress what's happening in my body, but you're not going to actually fix what's going on in my body. And they said, you know, we don't know what else to tell you. And so I refused the steroids. I refused the antidepressants. And, you know, I just kind of thought to myself, like, what do I do? Like, it was, it was one time in my life where I literally helped hopeless. I was like, what do I do? Like, I mean, and, and I'm sure that there's a lot of other women and even men out there that have been in the same situation where they know something is wrong in their body and Mm -hmm. nobody can explain to them what's going on. And it's so, it's, it's sad and infuriating and frustrating and scary all at the same time. And you, you literally feel hopeless. And I just thought I woke up one morning, I was like, I was like, F this man, I'm going to figure out what's going on. So I, I started doing some research and found some naturopathic doctors and I went through three different doctors and each one of them, you know, you know how like doctors, um, they'll sometimes work at different health labs, depending on like what it is you're looking for. So the first doctor discovered that I had a severe gluten allergy, a gluten intolerance. It wasn't celiac, but it was a severe gluten intolerance. And so what's happening was that any food I was intaking in my body, my body couldn't pass it through my digestive system 
And so it would just basically do what happens when you have the runs, right? It, it pulls mm-hmm. out all the water and tries to push it through your system because it's like, we can't get rid of this stuff, right? We can't mm-hmm. digest it. We're so inflamed. And then also discovered that you have two different pathways to detox your body of your, your, first detox pathway and your second, um, your primary one is the one that takes in the food and that processes the food. The second one is what eliminates it through whether it's bathroom or sweat or shedding or whatever that might be. My second detox pathway was just not working, wasn't functioning. So my body was was processing stuff, but it wasn't able to eliminate it properly. So the toxins are just sitting in my body. And then the next doctor discovered I was eating foods that my body wasn't happy with. Foods that I thought were actually, uh, I mean, they are healthy foods, but for my body, they were creating what's called an immune response. And what happens is when your body has an immune reaction to foods, it actually attacks the food. And um, and then your body, like, think, your body gets inflamed. And I'll give the example, I always give this example of a puffer fish. So when your body touches that food, and it's not like, a, like an EpiPen allergic reaction, right? This is something that happens on a cellular level. But essentially, your cells get so inflamed, I think of it as a puffer fish. And then eventually, your whole body gets inflamed. And inflammation is the source of a lot of disease states, a lot of them, believe it or not. Mm-hmm. Um, and so the second, so I was eating like almonds, which my body was like, uh-uh, girlfriend, we do not like almonds. Like, don't ever, because, you know, a lot of gluten-free foods have almond flour and almond mm-hmm. and all that. And then asparagus. I mean, whoever thought asparagus would ever create an immune reaction in someone's body, right? Because the sulfites in this is so amazing. Um, it's so good for your liver and for your adrenals. But I was like, I can't have asparagus. I can't have broccoli. Like it was all these foods I was eating every single day. So mm. I was hurting my own self, but I didn't know that. And modern medicine, they don't really have the tests to do that. They only have allergy tests. And I did the allergy test as well. They're like, you have no allergies. And I was like, what is this food sensitivity stuff? They call it IgG and IgE. So that's your initial, um, it's basically for, for in short, it's like your body's immediate response to food and then your body's delayed response to food. Um, mm. So you could, sometimes your immediate response could be like hives or sometimes it could be like a stomach ache or it could be the runs, which I was having, right, that I didn't know about or throwing up or, you know, things like that. But then you have the delayed response and the delayed response is sometimes more dangerous because it doesn't happen until like three days later. And so you'll never know like what's going on. So long story, I know mm-hmm. I've, I've totally talked like so much about this, but that's what started my journey. And I thought to myself, like, there's got to be other people with that. So that in correlation with my events, I kind of thought I'm going to start my platform and I'm going to focus on health and wellness from the inside which also affects your beauty, right? It also affects your skin, it affects your hair, it affects your nails, your eyelashes, you know, does your skin glowing? Um, and it's all it's all connected. So I started looking at like face mappings. Face mappings are what you see. So for instance, like if you get any rashes or rosacea or pimples or something on certain areas of the face, there's, there are certain areas of the face that correspond to certain organs in your body and your, your, your body is literally telling you like, Hey, look at this organ, nourish me, fix me, heal me. And, you know, for me, it was based on between the eyebrows is like your liver, right? So, so that's where like, if you ever get a pimple or, you know, um, a rash or skin redness or something between the eyes, then, you know, like, am I eating too much sugar? Am I drinking too much alcohol? My liver needs a little bit of love here at TLC. So I, I started looking at how beauty is affected by health and wellness as well. My hair was thinning, my nails were breaking, and I'd always been known for having like 
super long natural nails and super long hair, but it was all like falling out and, and it was all stemmed back from all my health and wellness stuff. So I started my platform. I started Beauty Mommy and I started posting about my food. I started posting about the beauty stuff that I was doing. Beauty stuff through food, but then also beauty stuff through skincare routine. Because, you know, skincare is also really important because you can find chemicals in skincare. That's where we start looking at like the parabens and the pegs and uh, fragrances and all of that stuff, which really affects your immune system as well. And it, and then I started cleaning out all my makeup. I started cleaning out all my skincare. I started cleaning up everything. So I was healing myself both from the inside and outside. And I think that that's a lot of things to look at, right? We look at environment, we look at what we're putting on our body and what we're putting in our body. And then there that's why I started doing all my health and wellness stuff. And then fast forward, you know, five years later, and I went to school and I became a holistic health practitioner. And just a few months ago, I got board certified. So now I'm a fully board certified holistic health practitioner. And I'm super stoked about it. And I love helping people with their wellness journey through beauty, but also through just like overall health and wellness. Congratulations. And what a beautiful story. So have you seen with your own body, have you been able to heal yourself from some of those challenges and digestion issues? And and if so, what do you think was the largest factor that played a role in that? Yes, I did. And so in the end, we discovered that I had bacteria dysbiosis. So bacteria dysbiosis is a dysbiosis or like a an uneven balance of your bacteria in your gut. So in your gut, you have good bacteria and bad bacteria, right? So we always have to like to have like a yin yang kind of thing going on in your gut. You obviously you want more good bacteria than bad bacteria because the good bacteria actually feed off the bad bacteria, right? They're, that's their food. And when you, when you don't have a balance, then you start into what's called the dysbiosis. Your gut, every different part of your gut absorbs different nutrients for different parts of your body. Um, so there's certain parts of your colon that absorb foods that are for your liver, that are for your spleen, that are for your appendix, that are for your face, your brain, your eyes, like everything, all your nerves and stuff like that. And so I started healing myself through food first. And I mean, alongside, yeah, I started looking at my skincare products because even even there were lotions that I was using that had gluten in it. And I had no idea, right? Because your skin is fully like it, it's it. It will absorb anything through osmosis. There's certain medicines that you actually take by spreading it on your skin. And people should realize that whatever you are putting on your skin is going into your bloodstream. So that's where I kind of thought like, oh my goodness, like I need to clean up my beauty products. So as I cleaned up my beauty products, which, you know, there weren't a lot, but, you know, slowly I started learning a little bit more about ingredients that hurt your immune system like and I tell everybody like just take your time like start with the big ones first like get rid of anything that's got parabens in it right and then and then start you know so you can slowly start adding more and more chemicals to get off of your list in your in your skincare so like for me I still learn every day about different chemicals and preservatives that you find in skincare that hurt you you know the next one after parabens was fragrance and then the next one after fragrance was pegs like I just slowly start doing it and And I recommend to anyone, like, don't just like wipe everything out and start fresh and like literally just take it a step at a time because it can be expensive to replace all your stuff. Um, You know, finish using the bottles if you want to. It's up to you. But like I would just take us like baby steps. That way it becomes more of an integral part of your journey and not something where you feel like it's a chore. 
Um, mm-hmm. And then I also healed myself through food. Food was the biggest factor for everything, for healing my gut. It took about a year. Your gut, once it becomes very porous, um, which is what was happening to me, and it's called leaky gut. So essentially what happens is, is when your gut is not in a state of equilibrium, then what tends to happen is eventually your gut and your intestines, they, they get into a state of what's called leaky gut. What does leaky gut mean? It means that you literally have holes in your intestine, like microscopic holes. So you have all the food. So, you, you know, you eat your food through your mouth and it goes to your stomach and then it goes to your, your intestines. Your intestines are supposed to like keep all the food in there and absorb the nutrients. But what happens is we have leaky gut and the gut is so porous that these foods start leaking into your body, into your bloodstream, which is not supposed to do. Your, your, your gut is supposed to absorb the nutrients and then release it to where it's supposed to go. But literally all these foods are getting through your intestinal walls and it's, it's creating an immune response, which is what was happening to me is my body was treating these foods as they were enemies because they were leaking into my bloodstream and causing so much inflammation. That's what was causing my body not to absorb the nutrients it needed. So that's why my hair was falling out. That's why my nails were breaking. That's why my skin wasn't glowing. That's why a whole lot of other things. So beauty is very much related to your the state of your gut and the state of your gut health and obviously what you put in your body and on your body. And that's how I healed it. I healed it through food. I went on a really strict, I, I took one of those food sensitivity tests, you know, the one that you could do with like York test or Everly Well. And I think there's mm-hmm. like other tests out there. And it literally told me like red flags, stay away from these foods, yellow flag, only have these foods maybe like once or twice a week, if that. And then the green foods that I had to stick with. So I stuck with the green foods that had not actual green foods, but in the green, all the foods are ranked by red, yellow, and green. So I stayed with any of the foods that fell in the green zone, um, whether it was like meats or certain nuts that I could have or lettuce. I mean, I swear I've lived off of chicken and lettuce. Like I was legitimately eating chicken and lettuce for breakfast because I couldn't eat eggs or oatmeal or, you know, mm. anything else, but lettuce or chicken. So I lived on that for almost a year. And then I slowly started invent- like, I couldn't even have potatoes. I couldn't really have a lot of food. So I, I lived very, very like, and then uh, cashew butter, like I lived on cashew butter as well. So I still do chicken salad and cashew butter, but it's nice that I can now venture out to other foods. And what it happens is, is when you stay away from the foods that are causing a reaction, you're all, you allow your body to heal. And then when your gut heals, then your body's now absorbing the nutrients it needs. My hair was growing back. My nails were getting longer. My skin was glowing. My skin was clearing up. And that's kind of how, I integrate all my health and beauty stuff together is because they're all connected. You know, if you're, if your hair is falling out, something's going on in your body where your body's not absorbing the proper food, right? Like, I mean, mm-hmm. unless you have an autoimmune disease like alopecia and that's a whole nother, whole other ball of wax, a whole other story to get into. But there's a reason why there's certain parts of your body. Um, maybe the skin's not going, maybe you have eczema or acne. That is all an immune response that you're having because of the foods that you're putting in your body, as well as the products you're using on your body. And that's, that's kind of how I yield myself. Wow. I mean, it's, I can't even say how important that is just in my own life. I've seen some changes as well with the different foods that I'm eating. And so I feel like that's a class in itself that I may pick your brain on some more at the end of the show. Where are, what can we do uh, with our beauty products to really help us to correct some of those things? Totally. So um, there, I actually, um, and I'll just leave the disclaimer, please check with your medical rational before taking anything that yes. you uh, want to take for that. So I just want to give the medical disclaimer right there because every body is different, which we all know. 
as far as beauty goes, I have a couple things that I like to do with product and then a couple things that I like to do with like foods and supplementation. So it, quite super quickly with foods, like just overload on your green veggies, right? Like I have green vegetables with every single meal that I eat, every single meal, like even breakfast. If you got eggs going on in the morning, if you got turkey bacon or so- whatever it is that you have in the morning, just throw a couple leaves, lettuce leaves on there or celery sticks or, or a cucumber. Like I give my kids those Persian cucumbers, you know, the little ones, and they just devour them with their food. So just get green veggies. Green veggies are the scrubbers that are going to clean your intestinal walls. And that's going to really kind of get rid of a lot of the bad stuff that's in your system. Totally recommend anything high in vitamin C, whether it's a vitamin C supplement or strawberries are actually, they have more vitamin C than oranges, just FYI. So strawberries, um, mangoes, obviously oranges and any kind of citrus, those are really high in vitamin C. And then a methylfolate, for, especially for women. Um, methylfolate is the active form of folate and that's going to give you energy and that's going to give you the pep so that you can get up in the morning and whether it's you want to go on a walk or kind of give you a little bit of energy, it's also going to get your body again to help process those toxins and get the toxins out of your body so you can kind of get that glowy skin. So vitamin C, uh, methylfolate and then obviously green veggies. So that's that's kind of like the internal stuff that I always recommend for anyone. And then obviously if you can throw collagen in the mix in there, um, if you're vegan, I know there's there's collagen builders, which are supplements to help um, to boost your, your own body's natural collagen process. But then there's also collagen. I take collagen every other day in my, in my body because um, that helps to build, you know, bones as we get older, right? We want to make sure our bones are are doing well, but also hair, skin and nails, stuff like that. So, so that's why I recommend for that. As far as like your beauty products, um, I would take a look at your beauty products, products and start getting eliminating the beauty products that have parabens in them. Um, parabens are preservatives that you find in beauty care products. And they were originally developed so that they, again, can have a longer shelf life. And that if you're sticking your finger in your beauty products, which you shouldn't, you should always fish out your, your lotions and your eye creams with a Q-tip or, or something where that's not your finger. But the parabens were used also so that bacteria doesn't grow in your beauty products. Um, but what they found is that it's causing a lot of what's called endocrine disruption and it's affecting a lot of women. So it creates, you know, early onset, well, for young ladies, earlier periods, longer periods, heavier periods for older women, it can cause menopausal, perimenopausal symptoms a lot earlier than you should be going through menopause. Right. And that also affects our beauty, our beauty health that way. So that would be the first tip is take a look at your beauty products, anything that ends in paraben. So there's methyl paraben, polyparaben. Um, there's, there's eight, I think, different parabens that are out there. I would just eliminate those from your beauty products and start integrating something that is a little bit more on the natural side. I use products from like Derma E. Um, there's some from the Pixie line that's really good as well that are super clean. But every, just so you know, like every beauty line, mostly, sorry, I would say mostly every beauty line that you see at like Sephora or an Ulta, they will have a cleaner product skew, um, like um, Urban Decay. I don't use a lot of their products, but they have a few different ele- few different products in their line that are actually pretty clean. And so I stick to those. Um, so, but I mean, what girl doesn't want to go to Sephora and like spend a day and take a look at like, oh, let me just like refresh my makeup and refresh my, my beauty products. Um, I always have fun doing that in Sephora. 
And what's nice too is like beauty companies are totally listening. They're totally listening to the consumer and they're cleaning up their products. Like even Head and Shoulders cleaned up their their some of their shampoos, which I think is awesome yeah. that they're doing that. But everybody everybody's kind of getting on board. So I just want to say like don't get discouraged because some of the brands you're probably already using and love. They have a cleaner version in their line. And if they don't, you can find something else. Another big beauty tip that I have is that I know that people have oily skin and combination skin and acne prone skin and skin that's a little bit on the dry side. Don't miss your moisturizer. There's moisturizer for everybody that's out there, depending on what your skin tone was. And I'll give you an example. So I have acne prone skin and this just goes on to um, some of the hormonal stuff that I'm actually working through right now, which tends to happen, you know, when you get to your forties and I started getting rid of um, some of my moisturizer. I would only put it under my eyes. I would put it on my forehead, but then the rest of my skin where the breakouts are, which is hormonal acne, you'll always find on your chin and your neck area. So I was totally skipping out on putting moisturizer on the acne areas, but it was such a big mistake because when you have acne prone skin, it's because your skin's irritating and actually needs the moisture. Um, Mm. So definitely don't skip your moisturizer, whatever type of skin tone you have, just take a look and try to find one that, that matches your skin tone. So if you have oily skin, there are moisturizers that are meant for people with oily skin. Same with acne prone skin. There are moisturizers, even without the salicylic acid, there are good moisturizers out there that are sensitive enough um, for your skin. The other tip I would say is I, I slather on eye cream. Like it's nobody's business. Like I look like one of those, you know, like a football player, you know how they put those black <laughs> lines like underneath totally. their eyes. So before I go to bed, um, I use, you know, I use eye cream in the day, but at nighttime, like I do my whole face routine and, you know, I do the, I do the, the face washing and then I do the scrub and then I'll do the toner and then I'll do the, um, I'll do the serum. Serums are awesome too. Then the moisturizer. Then when it comes to the, the night cream, I'll just let the night eye cream take the eye cream and just make yourself look like a football player with white lines under your eyes. I literally put it on and I dab it on slowly with my fingers. And then on top of that, I dab on oil on top of this, of the, the eye cream. I do not like, I just tap it on. Um, I don't really rub it in, but I let it sit on my skin and legitimately it looks white under both of my eyes and it'll be shiny because I have the oil on underneath it. That Mm. totally helps by the time the morning time comes your under eyes are so smooth and silky. It just, it's like my favorite. Like I have to stop myself from touching myself under my eyes every day. Like after I wake up in the morning, but that's kind of a cool uh, beauty hack that I really love to do. And there's some very good clean beauty, um, eye creams out there. I use, I use ones from Derma E. I use stuff from my shell. Again, I use some stuff from Pixie. I used, I do use some stuff from Pacifica, but again, it's like you kind of have to take a look and see the ingredients to make sure that there's no parabens or fragrance in any of those items. Sarah, these tips have been so helpful. I am sure our audience took a ton of notes and you have learned so much for, uh, which helps other people as well as helps yourself. And so if you could look back and give your 10 year younger self any piece of advice now that you've been through everything you've been through, you've learned everything that you've learned, what would that advice be? Oh, there's so much I would tell my 10 year old self. No, I'm just kidding. a few things that I would tell my 10 year old self would be to love myself more. That's a big thing. Self-love is really self-love and self-care. They're kind of the same difference, right? You show yourself love through self-care, which which I, I do through beauty and health and working out and stuff like that. Watch your sugar. Um, don't eat too much sugar. Be mindful of what you put on your mouth. 
and definitely explore a lot of different makeup tutorials so you can learn how to do makeup a lot differently because I look back on some of my photos and I'm like what was I thinking with makeup <laughs> like I in college I did this like I did this like double eyeliner it was like black eyeliner and then I did a white eyeliner on top of it and I look back and then some of the photos like I did white eyeliner with super bleach blonde hair and I just thought to myself like what was I thinking like I, t- I totally tell myself like explore different ways to do makeup and see what looks better um, on camera and you know so yeah that's kind of what I would, would tell myself beautiful how can our audience find and support you you can definitely support me come find me on instagram facebook or um, twitter i'm on beauty mommy so it's beauty and then m-o-m-m-e um you can also find me just by googling my name sarah s-a-a-r-a-h and then samadani s-a-m-a-d-a-n-i so I, I I answer all my DMs. So if you guys want to send me like a message or if you like what you see or if there's some products that you kind of get it like that you see on my feed, you're more than welcome to ask me about them, get my opinion. I'm very honest and open about um, who I work with, but then also the products that I put in my house on me for me and the kids. I'm very, I'm very picky about who I work with. So I just want to put that disclaimer out there but feel free to send me messages because I do I do respond and I respond I don't let anyone else respond so I I answer my own emails and and DMs and all of that fun stuff I hope I hope you come find me and I hope I can help you in any other way I'm totally happy to help you Sarah thank you so much for sharing your brilliance with us and coming on the show I can't wait to have you back me too thank you for having me I hope you have a great day You are listening to Lifestyle and Success with Dr. S, a talk show to help you rise in business success while designing a life that you don't need a vacation from. To subscribe to the show and never miss a beat, head to Lifestyle and Success with DRS.com. 